the great expanse the big bang the elements the stars the planets the life and us do you know what these are while yes they are words and yes they are phrases they most importantly are pivotal thresholds where evolution told the universe let's kick things off and it did so i'm afraid quite literally evolution hit a home run every single time and the universe ended up completely different than when it started i think another one will come soon so keep an eye out for it anyways getting back to the point it's your very own sb explains with yours truly sujibandaru today our focus will be about the only thing we have ever truly cared about us or more specifically about the importance of symbolic language and communication for humans Getting straight to the point, all life forms will have a method of communication written into their very being. How they communicate or for what reason depends on their lifestyle and purpose. To begin with, let's talk about the most basic of all life forms, bacteria. Yeah, even I was surprised, bacteria communicating? Now are pigs going to fly too? All jokes aside, this is very real. Bacteria are able to communicate in an unknown environment for the sole reason everything communicates, to survive. It is able to do so through spe- special molecules they secrete and to special receptors and it is called quorum sensing. Although this is a method of communication that works for them, it is in no way similar to human communication. But symbolic language is a combination of various methods of communication, allowing for a wider range of ideas to be portrayed. Whereas bacteria are only able to communicate through touch, quite limited, since they do not have bodies with limbs such as us. This is why human language is different yet better. Let me introduce you to an animal that shows signs close or slightly similar to human communication, birds. Just as how our verbal method of communication can be only done through sounds, birds communicate the same way, but their sounds are more like songs. I have made a small com- connection between birds and humans. and it's quite interesting see just as different we humans have different races and different races have different dialects or different languages different species of birds have different types of songs only that the range of sounds to create the song are quite less when compared to the range of sounds us humans can produce that's because of our biological structure but since birds do not have a wide range of communication or a symbi- uh, symbolic method to portray ideas They are unable to communicate quantitative or qualitative amounts of data like humans through sounds. Anyways, continuing, birds are not the only flying animals that have a method of communication similar to humans, so do bees. Have you ever thought about how busy bees get on with their day? How do they communicate? Well, surprisingly, they do it by a dance. No, it's nothing like rumba or flamenco, but that would be a sight to see. Mr. Carl von Frisch explains how their dances are called the tail wagging dance and the circle dance, where they show the location of pollen by aligning themselves to the positions of the sun as well as the length of the dance. Mind you, dance is also a form of symbolic communication, and we humans have used it also throughout history. This is sort of similar to human communication. also because we have used the sun as a reference point to navigate as well few 
That was a lot of information to process. I know, so let's take a break. I had the privilege of interviewing Miss Anandita, an exceptional English teacher from my school. From the interview I took with her, I realized some major ideas. I realized that what sets us apart is the fact that we have various options available. That is, with our imagination, we have limitless possibilities to create languages and words, and even more so when arranging them. The same set of words can be used to portray an infinite set of meanings. And not only this, but in our case, she informed me of something called a signifier and the signified. Basically, a medium such as words would be the signifier, something that signifies something. And the idea that you want to express would be what you want to signify or the signified. And these are the two key aspects of languages and symbolic language as a whole. She also helped me realize that even if animals could improve on their forms of communication, and actually attain greater forms of symbolic language, it is all for naught if they don't have imagination, something we have an abundance of. So, 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 stop parroting me. So, continuing, I'm going to be talking about parrots. We honestly never really know if they know what they are saying or if they're just simply copying us. But Dr. Irene Pepperberg's work with Alex, the parrot, proves that there is an opportunity for them to learn. Alex was able to use several terms to interact with people regarding colors, things, numbers, and shapes, and even had the intelligence of a five-year-old kid before dying, sadly. But still, the question remains, did it understand, or was it simply just the result of rote learning? It is a common misconception that you can tame them and their cousins with a simple banana. Sometimes it's true, but sometimes they will gang up on you, trust me. Yes, I'm talking about our cousin, the chimps, and their cousins, obviously. Jane Goodall, our good friend and respected primatologist and anthropologist, explains how chimpanzees are stuck at the threshold of a communication, one which the human race has passed. The advancement from simple symbol language to symbolic language as a whole. Their cognitive skills have refined their symbol language to its max, and they are also able to learn the human sign language. But due to some biological holdups, such as thin tongues, higher vocal boxes, they are limited in terms of the range of sounds they can produce. She says that they are trapped within itself, quote unquote, and I definitely agree. Kanzi the Bonobo is a very good example of this. American psychologist Sue Savage Rombaugh claims that Kanzi understands up to 3,000 English words and he's able to understand words that aren't in his keyboard, a tool he used to begin learning the shapes and symbols and is able to communicate effectively while being short. People argue that the bonobos are smart and that all the things they are doing is only to gain treats. Jeffrey Pullum says that he believes there had never been any example of a non-human asking a question or offering an opinion, which is a very strong argument as the ability to question and voice your opinion has constituted to the growth of the human race majorly. But you know, it is wrong to think that we have only gained from symbolic language. In an interesting interview I had taken with one of my close friends hauling in from Kenya, Africa, Iliana Jiwa, she mentioned some very important points that we must note. She said, quote unquote, what sets us apart is the ability to think and use our gift differently from other species. Here by gift, she means symbolic language. 
But sometimes people use this gift in the wrong manner. BHP fact, you know, over time complexity increases, meaning now the human race has become so complex that we have become fragile and such a delicate system that must be handled with utmost care and importance. But people misuse the gift of symbolic language to create discord and in the process they stop to think as a human and more as an animal, one with no mercy or a proper thought. People have made use of their ability to communicate and to bring disasters such as Hiroshima and Nagasaki or the Great World War II. But she also pointed out that we are now using it more to thrive and survive than to tear this world apart because our world is already doing so. Last but not the least, symbolic language has allowed us to set goals or an aim as to where we should be in the future. And this planning for the future does not exist with any other species. And this is also thanks to collective learning. I have discussed previously a lot of points, but now I'm going to wrap it up. Let's look at this from a BHP threshold point of view. If you view the human race of the present as the final outcome, the ingredients needed to reach the threshold of heightened ability to communicate would be imagination, collective learning, and mainly a medium of expression, which is symbolic language for us. In conclusion, although symbolic language makes us different to a great extent and has made us better than the rest, it comes with its own risk manual and we must read it carefully. Well then, this is Suj Bandaro signing off. Music